श्रीला गुरुदेव पतित भगवान की जाय श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु की जाय हरिनाम संकीर्तन की जाय श्री श्री दाऊजी गोपाल की जाय गौर भक्तवृंद की जाय गौर प्रमान गुड आफ्टरनून टू ऑल ऑफ यू सो by the desire of our guardians it seems that some service is here trying hopefully to render to you so i don't know if you would like that we may speak about something now on some topic you would like to hear about some question try to relate here if you could explain the manga rachayana and also the importance of it and if i can explain the the verses i have recited me yeah. now uh, and also the importance of mangal charanas yeah. in general mm-hmm. okay yeah mm, shri mangal charan ki jai <clears throat> well first i will start explaining about the importance of mangal charan and then i'll go to the specifics of of the verses i am reciting <clears throat> briefly because each verse is for so many things to say so mangal charan generally is translated as uh, auspicious invocation mangal and acharan mangal acharan so acharan comes from behavior again today we were speaking about achar so acharan has to do with certain activities you are performing also no? and mangal means uh, auspicious so mangal charan means certain uh yeah, invoking of auspiciousness before doing some particular thing in this particular case giving harikatha which is a very serious affair <laughs> we were speaking about this i think two weeks ago in argentina that sometimes we may conceive okay give the class <laughs> I will chant some rounds, as we say that day, ronditas. No, <laughs> I will chant some little rounds. I will give some class, but actually, it's not give a class, chant a round. But actually, it implies I'll try. To, I will try to represent the heart of my guru dev to enter in touch with that, to properly honor that, and mainly to open myself be, beyond all my present conditioning. So, something. can be said beyond me no? the success of of harikatha is that i'm not the one giving the class no? <laughs> and mangal charan has a lot to do with this you are invoking the presence the blessings and the blessings means the presence of shri guru vaishnavas mahaprabhu nitananda prabhu shri sirad and krishna so many personalities i mean in the mangal charan so many entities are there <laughs> with their own will with their own power With their, own, with their own influence and with their own mercy, so Mangal Charan is, please you came and bless this moment because for myself, what can I say? What can I do? And so I just want to be some instrument, as Vyasa himself he compiled, he composed, or he revealed the Bhagavad. The Bhagavad was revealed to him. I don't know how to say it <laughs> because we may say Vyasa was the author of the Bhagavad, but. strictly speaking narada told him enter into samadhi 
and you will receive the, the information basically. So that as we say the other day, it's not merely information, but it's transformation. It's an information that just penetrates every atom of your being and totally transforms you. So giving Harikata is something like that, very serious affair, not a joke. And one says, as we said the other day, one should be all day preparing oneself for the moment that one has to be give Harikata. <laughs> it's a very high uh, service. In, in Puri, Mahaprabhu is going to hear Harikata from the lips of Gadadhar Pandit. Sri Radha herself is the one giving the class. No? So in one sense, she is the ideal exposer of Bhagavat. No? So if we have to expose, to say something about Bhagavat, being Sri Radha, Gadadhar, the, no? the Acharya in the, in the, in the Vyasa san, so what can we do? No? <laughs> we just have to pray to them. Actually, what, where we are sitting is called Vyasa san, so, no? I mean, it's not our asana. It's the asana of the asana the rep, on the transparent medium, as Guru Maharaj quoted Prabhupada the other day. So Mangala Chanan has to do with this, to first of all realize my own uh, atomic composition <laughs> and, and understand I won't be the one giving the class. I mean, if, I will, if, if the class will be given by me, it won't be a great thing. It won't be Harikata. <laughs> Harikata means Hari is transpassing you <laughs> and, and, and starting to dance somehow or other in your tongue by His grace. So for me, at least personally, Mangal Charan is the most important part of the whole lecture because that's a crucial moment where everything will depend on, on that minutes of deep prayer where the class eventually will be given by Sri Guru and Goranga or by only ourselves. <laughs> It's maybe two minutes, one minute, but mm, some important thing is there. Mm, so it's important to value this moment. Sometimes I've seen the devotees where, well, maybe Guru Mahasaya gives short Mangal Charan, but I've seen some sadhus that there are maybe ten minutes giving Mangal Charan. So, and it's nice also. No? But some devotees say, oh, Mangal Charan starts, oh, we have two minutes. <laughs> so let's do something. They know in five, six minutes class will start. No? So... Or they are in the class, no? But they're Mangal Charana. Oh, I don't know those mantras, so... <laughs> oh, Mangal Charana is over. Yeah, class started. So we have to really be able to to connect no, to, to the radio station, if you will, by Kunta. <laughs> 108.0. So Mangal Charana, of course, it's not only implied regarding... Uh, giving Harikata, because as you know, Guru Maharaj has said many times, in writing a book, we have the Mangal Charan, which includes these three important I ingredients called uh, Namaskar, Bastunirdesh, and Asirbad, which implies Namaskar, I'm offering my, my pranam to the deity presiding the, the work, if you will. Bastunirdesh is some verses or one verse which will present the in the encapsulated way, the main matter, subject matter of the book, and uh, Asirbat, which means blessing, sloka, which implies, which will be the fruit of going through that particular work. So we find this in many books, it's very standard. No? Chaitanya Chaitambrita is there, Gurmas, I mean, 
we must compose a whole book about Mangala Charan. <laughs> so if that's not enough for you to realize, oh, this must be important, Mangala Charan. <laughs> he tried to explain that by showing, look how much you can extract from, from this single one, two, three, four, five few verses. Mm. This is not only some introduction to the real thing. Real thing is there encapsulated. So in the same way, maybe we are not writing uh, Gaudiya Granta <laughs> yet. We have to prepare for that. <laughs> but uh, we are giving Harikata, or even you say, no, I do not give Harikata, so I don't need Mangal Charan. But again, Mangal Charan is invoking of auspiciousness, auspiciousness before any important act in your life. So hopefully you are engaged in some important acts in your life. <laughs> Just waking up is an important act because you have vital air, vital force for dedicating yourself to so many noble ideals. So, Mangal Charan can be there at the beginning of your day. Many devotees do this. They wake up, and maybe they have bath, purify themselves, whatever, and they pronounce Mangal Charan to begin the day. Because that's important. Who knows what what the day will bring, but for sure will be something important, and hopefully in the context of Guru Seva. So, blessings are required for going through my day. I mean, it's not ordinary thing. If we live our day, no, nothing extraordinary may will happen. So, Mangala Charan implies bring to yourself an awareness of how extraordinary is whatever you have in front of you. To give the, this extraordinary like, like context to even so-called ordinary daily moments. Once I remember Thomas Merton, he said, your salvation will start in the most ordinary things of your daily life. What do you think are ordinary things? If you, he was trying to say, if you are able to, to, to see the ordinary, to find the extraordinary in the ordinary, you start to get salvation. You start to see the real extraordinary that is behind everything. It's not that oh, everything around me in this material world is ordinary and my daily schedule is so ordinary but hopefully someday I will have the darshan of Krishna and that's extraordinary I mean Krishna will say I mean I'm already showing myself in so many things that you consider ordinary so <laughs> do not expect to see me in my full darshan if you are not appreciating the darshans I'm saying you so through this situation this person this moment so Mangal Charan is, 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 has a lot to do with this idea of invoking auspiciousness, which means invoking extraordinariness. I know that word doesn't exist, but well, what to do? You follow the idea. So, to, to, so before reciting or before giving Harikata, ideally not only the speaker but the audience are, are trying to, to, to connect what was going on, even if they do not know the mantra. So I appreciate Sakirati asking that, because that means she's interested, what are you saying there? <laughs> I know that's Mangala Charana, but what's the particular invocation? So it's, it's a very important moment, again for me, the most important of the whole class, because of that single moment will depend what will come after that. <laughs> So, I don't know, you have so many examples of this, no? The same Bhagavatam, it starts with that, no? First three verses of the Bhagavatam are the Mangal Charan of the Bhagavatam. There we find Namaskar, 
Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, the offering of pranam to the deity of the book, which Vasudev Krishna. Second uh, verse, Dharma Praito Kaitavo. What's the book about? Traparamonit Matsaranam Satam. I won't go into detail, very long verses. In that second verse, three times the word Atra is there. Dharma Praito Atra Kaitavo, Atra Paramonit Matsaranam Satam. Vidyam Bastavam Atra Vastu Shivadam Tapun Molanam, etc. So it's, it says in this book, he, Atra means here. So here, and the Bhagavatam says, we will present non cheating Dharma. Here, the fullest uh, unpacking of truth will be there. Here, this, here, that. So, Bastunir Desh. This is what's the book about. Second component. And after that, Blessings to the reader. Pivata Bhagavatam Rasamalayam. Get drunk. That's the blessing of the Bhagavatam. Drink this Bhagavatam again and again. <laughs> so after that, the book officially, if you will, starts. No? The depiction of the scenario and what's going on, Sutta Goswami and Naimisaranya sages. But first, first try to like enter in line with the descending current. So very important moment Mangalcharan I can say something else but there's many slokas to present <laughs> according to Sakyarati's question well maybe I will concentrate more on the ones that most probably you don't know which are the ones that you are not joining me when I'm reciting <laughs> sorry <laughs> of course there is no strict Mangalcharan in the sense of only these verses can be recited or only these Maybe there may be some sort of gradation into how to pronounce the verses. Generally, you don't start, I don't know, invoking Pranam Mantra for Radharani, but it starts with three Guru, Vaishnavas, Nityananda, Mahaprabhu, Krishna, Radha, Radha, Krishna, Tulsi, Brindadeva. Some general structure is there. Also, not so structured, but some idea is there. So, okay. So, well, first pranam mantra I, I pronounce. Sometimes I change pranam mantra. So it's but these days I think I, I follow always the same. Um, in the beginning of my day, I recite this same series of mantras plus like some more. But I will be this is a, 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 a abbreviated, summarized version. So. Well, first one is the one that you all know, Omagyan Timirandasya, that Guru has also invoked, and all of us invoked before even the Arctic here. So, you know this mantra, you are praising the principle of the Guru in a more, like, universal way. Not so specific, Guru Maharaj himself told me that once. Huh? You, you, you praise the Guru Tattva, the very principle of the Guru, whose function is to remove darkness huh? and open eyes, giving, give eyes to the student, scriptural eyes, Shastra Chakshu, we were speaking about this this day. First, taking away the false eye, the false eye, and the false eye. <laughs> this Ahammameti that constitutes the whole uh, samsara. Thakur said that in, in Jaiva Dharma. He defines samsara. Samsara, you know? What samsara? That the circle, uh, circle is present there. Oh, not circle of friends. No, not <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, 
but he said, well, but what's behind this? What creates this will, if you will? Ahammameti, he said. Ahammameti means this sense of I and mine, false sense of I and mine. No? So Ahammameti means samsara, because the only thing that keeps samsara going on is this false sense of I and the subsequent sense of false sense of what belongs to me. So Guru will come and, and and clean that false I and false I, which which I think reality gives some new I, which is scriptural I, uh, shastric I, shastriya shraddha. Guru Maharaj was speaking about that yesterday, or the day before yesterday, and eventually, by proper vision of reality through that I will revelation, I will have this prema chakshu, prema prema churita bhakti premanjana. Guru will give Gyan Anjana. Anjana means like, how is this in English? Ointment. Ointment? And Gyan means knowledge. He will like paint your eyes with the ointment of revealed knowledge. He will give Shastric context for a Shastric telescope to look at reality from that particular side. Parampara is that. It's, the whole Parampara is like a particular big long telescope with many seers of truth there. No? Um, and, and, and we should go from... As Sri Asamas gave this example, the telescope, when you have to look from the telescope is the smaller hole and the big one is the one who shows the rest. No? So when approaching Parampara, which are a chain of many lands through which a particular presentation of the divine is seen, go through the small hole, like do not try to, I want to be, no, no, go in humble, because if you go, if you want to go to the straight big one, headache is there. <laughs> if you go to a telescope with a big one, you like, you will end up in the hospital most probably. So, but from the proper way, in a humble way, we approach this chain of lens called Parampara Telescope. And we receive this ointment of knowledge, and properly culture this transforms into premanjana, gyananjana, premanjana, bhakti vilochanena, premanjana churita bhakti vilochanena, the ointment of love of prem that Brahma mentions in, in, this, in his Samhita. So, now this first verse is a general expression of gratefulness and depth to the principle of Guru and recognizing what we have received in general ways, what was the gift that came there, and how we are willing to hopefully sacrifice to try to pay that debt that we will never be able to pay, fortunately. <laughs> as much as we try to pay, our debt increases the more. This is what Krishna himself experiences regarding the Brajabhasis. He contradicts himself with what he says in Bhagavad Gita, as you approach me, I reciprocate. Now he's saying, oh my God, <laughs> I'm in, in a higher depth so now we also got, have this karma depth karma bandhan as we spoke the other day karma depth and the only way to for us to aspect us to get out of that depth is enter into another type of depth but with another department not the karmic department but bhakti department so we acquire unlimited depth with Sri Guru Parampara and the Vaishnavas 
but we cannot do we some we have to do something try to pay at least as Krishna said to the gopis I cannot repay my debt to you but once in a day of Brahma I will come and try to do something about it and somehow or other I know that I will try to pay and my debt will increase but what to do I cannot just remain there like I cannot pay the debt so nice what I receive from you <laughs> so that's the, the interesting thing we try to pay that debt to Sri Guru and Vaishnav our debt increases with the higher department but our debt with the lower department karmic department gradually vanishes so that first verse in brief. The second verse, that was a longer one, is <laughs> a little bit more detailed explanation of the first verse, if you will. This is a verse from Raghunadath Goswami, Mukta uh, Charit, from the beginning, the Pearl story, you know that one? But in the beginning of, of, of the Pearl story, he presents some, some pranam. Uh, so one of this is to the Sri Guru. And the, this sloka says a very nice verse. Shilatsya Maharaj quotes a lot. <clears throat> and it's a list of all the gifts that the disciple had received from the Guru. Nam Shristam Manum Apisachi Putram Atrasarupam Rupam Tasyagrajam Urupurim Maturim Gostavatim Radha Kundam Giri Maho Radhikam Adavasam. Many gifts. Rapta Yasya Pratita Kripaya Sri Gurum Tamnatosmi. So, let's share the list of gifts. <laughs> so, Agunadase Nam Shrestan. With that, we can close the, the class here. That's Everything's there actually. No? Everything unfolds from there. Nam Shrestan means, in the words of Srila Siddhar Maharaj, the highest conception of the name. Sri Guru has not only given us Harinam, but a particular conception, a particular approach to the reality of Nam. He didn't give just, ah, this is the mantra you chant and it will give you perfection, but a whole body of revelation that shows what's in a name, as Guru Maharaj would say. So a very particular conception that shows the name is not different from the named, and what's in that name, all the mercy that is there, higher than in the named, and so on. No, no time now to go into detail about Nam the glories of Nam, Nam Mahima. But Nam Shrestam, Shrestam is the highest type of, the highest conception. So he did, not only gave the name, but he gave Sambanda Gyan, Nam Sambanda, so to properly chant the name. Because he can give the name, but if you have no conception of what you have received, you cannot take proper advantage of that. So Sri Guru gives Nam, but Diksha, if you will, Mantra, but he gives Siksha. So that's, which helps us to realize, oh, this is the highest conception. So now Shrestam, that's only the beginning of the list. Manumapi Satchiputram. He has also given Satchiputram. Who is Satchiputram? The son of Satchi, Satchinandan Mahaprabhu. Gaurahari, Ki Jai. So we have received Mahaprabhu from Srila Gurudev. The conception, the highest conception of, of the divine. Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. Mahaprabhu is the supreme personality of Krishna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this highest conception of the divine we have received from Sri Guru. And why, is, especially here I, I can speak more specifically about Guru Maharaj and how he emphasized so nicely the importance of Gaur Lila and the eternality of Gaur Lila 
and the background of Gorlilin connection to Krishna Lila, no, not every Acharya has gone such depth in that direction. Not even every Gaudiya Vaishnav conceives the eternality of Gorlila. What to, what to say? If, uh, other Sampradayas, other Parivars may have another opinion, but even in our own Parivars, some Gaudiya Vaishnav may accept uh, it's eternal, but I have no interest in that direction. So I only focus in Brajalila, okay, no problem. <laughs> but in our particular case, particular blessing is there with this, very much in the line of Bhakti Vinod Thakur, who emphasized these two eternal realities. Susachi Putram, we received Sri, Gu- Sri Man Mahaprabhu by Sri Guru. As the story we said the other day, no? um, of the deity of Mahaprabhu on the ground floor, and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati in the first floor. Um, and asking why he's on the first floor. Um, <clears throat> and the devotees say, because the Mahaprabhu on the altar, okay, is, is Mahaprabhu, but the Mahaprabhu in the heart of Gurudev is a higher manifestation of Mahaprabhu. Because there's Mahaprabhu, love of Mahaprabhu, expressing by the grace of three Gurus. Or by His grace we receive Mahaprabhu. Sachiputram Atrasarupam. And not only Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu is never alone. Swarupam, Swarupdhanular comes here. Of course, this shloka is pronounced by Raghunandas Goswami, who is, uh, that for him, Swarupdhanular is a very important figure in his life. Because Mahaprabhu himself, of course, all this shloka makes much more, much more sense knowing the life of Raghunandas Goswami, but it applies to us as well on some level. But Raghunandas Goswami was handed to Swarup Damodar by Mahaprabhu himself. Raghunam does say to Mahaprabhu, I want to be instructed by you. And he said, but Swarup Damodar knows more than me. Go to him. I put you under his care. Under yeah, his care. Eventually he became known as uh, Swaruper Raghu, which means the Raghu of Swarup. <laughs> Very like, loving way of connecting. So he was his, not his, his Diksha Guru there, but his Siksha Guru there. So, atrasa rupam, rupam tasyagrajam. Rupam means Sri Rupa, Sri Rupa Goswami. We spoke something about him the other day. Again, each part, each word of this sloka is worth a minimum one lecture. So, <laughs> so Guru Maharaj has given us, Gurudev has given us Sila Rupa Goswami. Tasyagrajam means his older brother also. So, Sanatan Goswami Prabhu is there also. Rupa Sanatan. Tasyagrajam Urupurim. Not not only he has given Nam, he has given Mahaprabhu his associate, but he has given Urupurim Maturim Gostavatim. He has given us the abodes where Mahaprabhu resided, where Krishna resided. So Urupurim, Jagannath Puri, he has given us access to his abode. Not only by saying, I'm going to India, you can come with me. No. <laughs> oh, he gave access, he gave permission. Yeah, also. Hopefully, that may be there in the near future as well. <laughs> but uh, access to the real essence of what that, those dams really mean. By Shravanam, by Kirtan, by mercy. That's the only way to, end, to access the dam. Following the footsteps of someone who is already residing there. And Maturim Gostavatim. He gave us access to Matura. And he said Gostavatim, the place where the cows... Reside. So that's another way of saying Vrindavan. Vrindavan is inside Mathura. So he spoke about, he's speaking about Vrindavan because actually Raghunath Das Goswami was 
residing. He resided in Puri for a time. He resided in Brindavan for his last period of life. And because of that, after saying Gostavati, Maturam Gostavati, he says, Radha Kundam Giri Baram. Radha Kundam, he gave me residence at the shores of Radha Kund. Goswami ended his life there. But again, he's giving, applied to us, Sri Guru is opening no, for us a whole galaxy of <laughs> of things that even with our most, our wildest imagination, we could never have even imagined something like Radhakund exists. No, something like Krishna exists. Impossible. What to speak of all his abode, paraphernalia, associate, that's totally adoxia beyond our mind and imagination. So that comes by revelation, and that means by transcendental telescope, parampara, and we are given access, being given access to these abodes. Radha Giri Param, this hill of Govardhan, also Guru Gurudev has given me a place in Govardhan, as Bhaktisiddhanta Sarabhati mentions, that's our ideally our place. He says Radha is too high for the highest personalities. We reside a little bit far at Govardhan, but daily we go and pay service to our Guru Barga, who is at Radha Kunda. So Radha Kunda, Govardhan are, all, are also places for eternal residence, according, of course, to each one's projection in Bhav. Radha Kunda, Giri Varam, Aho. Aho, that we have to come at one at some point. Aho <laughs> means, how do you say in English? Alas. Alas. Alas, like and he doesn't begin with that. He's starting like giving the list. Guru Guru has given this, this, this. Alas, like saying, oh, this is too much. No? <laughs> he stopped there with this alas, like saying, and so on. So many other things are coming. Soon. But some one more thing is there. Aho Radhika Madhavasan. He also had given the service to Sri Sri Radha Madhava, the projection in life to eternally serve somehow or other this divine couple. And Prapto Yasya Pratita Kripaya Sri Gurum Tamnatoshmi. Due to uh, to having received all the things, Prapto Yasya, because I have attained Prapto Yasya Pratita Kripaya, I have attained all the things by his mercy, Sri Gurum Tamnatoshmi. I prostrate myself before Sri Guru. <laughs> So, it's a very nice sloka, very usually invoked in Mangal Charan because it's give a more detailed explanation of what's the grace of Sri Guru coming to us. Next sloka. Banchakalpa Taruvyascha Kripachindu Vyayavacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namonama. So, again, this is a very beautiful sloka that we recite daily, but we shouldn't get accustomed them because again it can become mechanical very easily how many times we recite mechanically some verses that we are not even aware that we are doing that or that we recited and we realize oh I never thought for a millisecond about the, the meaning of what I was saying so Banchakalpa Taru Banchakalpa Taru Taru Vaishnava is a Banchakalpa is a desire tree Basically, no? that fulfills every desire, such as Harinam is Chintamani, Sa Vaishnav is Chintamani. This is a prayer to the Vaishnavs. 
But some other, it's another form of saying guru. We have to expand always our idea of guru, not limitate that to one person. The word Chaitanya Chaitamrita starts saying Bande Gurum immediately. The first two words of the whole treatise you show him, there is not only one guru. <laughs> like saying, if you are of the idea of only one guru, only one guru, at the first two words of Chaitanya Chaitamrita you became stuck there. <laughs> you are not allowed to progress because oh, obeisances to my gurus, what are you saying? <laughs> like once I remember Govinda Madhava posted some picture of, of different sadhus that were of her inspiration, Diksha, Siksha Guru, and she put Jai Guru Devas. <laughs> and big turmoil was there. No? <laughs> some devotees, how can you put Guru Devas? Guru Dev is only one. The only ones, the, or, the others can be... And he started to speculate, basically. <laughs> no? Guru, Siksha Guru, but not Guru Dev. So she started to say, where, where is that said? I mean, where, where the idea is coming from? <laughs> so, the principle of three Guru is universal, of course. We cannot say that cheaply, like, oh, I, everyone is my guru, hopefully, but that means you have entered Vrindavan, the land of gurus. So, before, to begin with, you need one guru. <laughs> and that one guru will show you there are two gurus, there are three, there are four, there are five, and gradually he will be expanding the, well, how do you call it, the frame of reference, till you find yourself, oh, I'm in a land of faith, in a land of gurus. But generally you have to start with one. Because some people say, no, I, I don't want to accept one guru. I don't want to limit myself to one guru. But they are actually saying, I don't want any guru at all. <laughs> so first you receive one guru, and from there the, the, the frame will expand gradually. So, we offer pranam to that person who represents these desired trees. It's, it doesn't mean I will go to him, please, Gurudev, give me this, give me this. I touch you, oh, bless him. But to first, he will he he will teach you first what you should be desiring. No, that's the idea of desire tree. <laughs> you not only come with any nonsensical purpose, and I will just bless you. No, <laughs> but to be a student, Miss Guru Maharaj, what what should I be desiring actually? No? I don't want to make you part of my agenda, as Guru Maharaj say, but I want to be part of your agenda, of your desires. Hmm? Aim Guru Devaya Bhitmahi Krishnanandaya Bhitmahi. Means that. Aim Guru Devaya Bhitmahi. You have to know Guru Dev. Who is he? What's going on inside himself? Not just project what you see in him and that's Guru Dev. What, what, what I see in him and it gratifies me, that can happen. And that's the idea I, I, I have of my Guru. But maybe your Guru Dev has some particular inner interest or situation or whatever, but maybe you are not so interested. You are more interested that he may solve your situations. Okay, that's something. <laughs> Guru is very merciful and will accept even that approach, but gradually we should progress in our connection with that person. Till Krishnanandaya Dimahi, we will just live for serving Guru's Krishnananda. That thing that is overflowing his heart, as we spoke that that time. This tune, the Tanda, that's Krishnanandaya Dimahi. You became an assistant for your Guru's desperation. <laughs> and you offer yourself fully so he can like empty you and fill you what was filling him, her. So that's high service, not cheap service. We should be ready to prepare lifetimes for 
being able to perform that. So, that's the desire tree. <laughs> First, Guru Maharaj, tell me what's, what's the real desire, and after that, give me your blessings so I may desire in that direction. I want happiness, but how sh happiness should be expressed in my life? That's a very important point. Everyone wants happiness, and practically no one understands how ideally happiness should express in connection to whom. So Guru will clear that conception. So, Kripa Sindhu, Kripa Sindhu means Guru is an ocean of mercy, of Kripa. But the word Kripa also implies this. No? Again, not exploitation, or you are an ocean of mercy, so you have many, very much mercy to give. So Gurudev, be merciful, please. There's always something else there. You can give me more mercy. More mercy. But Kripa, Kriya has to do with Kriya. Kriya means activity. And Pa has to do with attainment. So Kripa means do your part and attain what you have to attain. So there is some effort from your side. It's not only I want mercy. Mercy means... Actually, you have, we are receiving something that we do not deserve. But it doesn't mean we, we do not have to do anything about it. I mean, we have to make the best of our efforts. And mercy will come. But mercy means it's impossible for me to pay for that. I do not deserve that. I will never deserve that. Oh, that's too much for my ego. <laughs> Costless mercy is not a cheap thing. You know, sometimes we think, oh, I will ask costless mercy to Gurudev. I never deserve that, but Gurudev, please give me. But are you ready to deal with this idea that you will be receiving something that you will never deserve, no matter what you do? Oof, that's a blow to the pride, to one's arrogance. To realize, to live happily, not in a traumatized way, <laughs> feeling, oh, my life is being mainly sustained and filled by something that no matter what I do, I will never be able to pay that. But you are trying to pay that, as we say. That's real humility. So, costless mercy is not a, a, a cheap thing. <laughs> so, sorry, difficult to, to not stop in, this, in these words. No? I don't know if I will finish Mangal Sharam. <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> so... All the things are in this mantra, that's my point. Maybe you don't have the time to stop for one hour every day to meditate upon each word, but somehow or other you sh we should be aware this is there. Patitanam Pavanibhyu Vaishnavibhyu Namunama. Patitanam Pavanibhyu. Guru is the deliverer of the fallen, as we spoke today in the morning. He's not Kapitanam Pavanibhyu. He's Patitanam Pavanibhyu. <laughs> He's not the deliverer of the cheater, of the duplicitous. Duplicitous? Duplicitous. <laughs> no? We spoke today about that, how Mother Earth was feeling the, no? the, the burden hmm? mainly of the hypocrite ones, not the sinful ones. Because you can be sinful but sincere. Okay, there's Gornitai, Parankarun, Patit Pavan, Gornitinanda, but they are not called Kapat Pavana, the deliverer of the hypocrites. Because if you are a hypocrite, no one can deliver you, not even go on Nityananda. <laughs> they will like to, but you have to do some part. No? So when we say, Gurudev, you are the deliverer of the falling, it means I, I shouldn't be an hypocrite or use this idea of falling as an excuse to whatever. No? Even I can feel of myself as falling as, as a trick for ego. No? One devotee, I, I think I told you that part, one devotee once said, Prabhupada, Prabhupada, I the most falling 
of all your disciples. <laughs> a Prabhupada realized, no? Where was the back, which was the background of those words? He said, "You are not the most anything." He said, <laughs> because he realized he wants to be the most something. So he realized he cannot be the the, the most elevated. So he wants to be the most fallen. But no, that's another the other variety of false ego. I want to be the most something. So yes, I'm fallen, patit pavan. And, and there's a way to feel yourself the most fallen, but this should be really, you should be really feeling that. <laughs> I really offer myself to such Namaha. I totally deny my false sense of self. Namaha means this. Nama, not me, not what I think I am, but yes, what you think I am. <laughs> or what you think I could become in. That's the main idea. When you say Namaha, Namaskar, Namaste, because you go to India, it can become very, oh, Namaskar, Namaskar, Namaskar. But if you understand the implications of that, maybe you start to say hello, <laughs> goodbye. Because <laughs> <laughs> Namaskar means not me, you. And if you say that to Sadhu, you would say, I am trying to, to offer my false sense of self to the fire of sacrifice of, in your service, and I'm open that you may feel myself with what you, the potential you are seeing in me, and do whatever you consider so that potential may come. Because as Sri Guru is our own potential, as we say always, appearing in front of us, and that potential is seeing our own potential, <laughs> and is trying to turn our hearts in such a way that that potential may eventually come. To be disciple is let yourself be churned. <laughs> but your own potential appearing in the form of Sri Guru and Vaishnavas. So after that, <laughs> I recited one verse. I will be brief if I can. Nikila Shruti Moda Ratnamala Dutini Rajita Pata Pankajanta Jamukta Kura Pashyamanam Paritashnamalinam Samshayami. Guru Mahesh explained that verse last year uh, in, in, I think, Raleigh. Yeah, he started at your house, I remember, first day, he was explaining Namastakam. And these eight verses from Frila Rupa Goswami about Holy Name, with different meters, each one of them, and Balad say, all the meters are different because each meter represents one Saki. The Asta Sakis, eight verses, accompanying Radha and Krishna, Hare Krishna. Holy Name is Radha and Krishna. So if someone asks you in the street, are you Hare Krishna? Better you say no, because you are saying, I'm Radha Krishna. Anglopashana. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the first one of those verses. What Srila Rupa Goswami explains how the Upanishads are like jewels in the whole Vedic uh, galaxy. But those jewels had a particular jewel inside the jewel, like crest jewel, they say in English. Or actually say that the Upanishads are, are like... He makes like the comparison, no? like like the, the feet and the and the tip of the toes and the nails and the effulgence. He said the effulgence coming from, the effulgence coming from those Upanishads do not compare with the holy name, which is actually what the Upanishads are after. And great sages like Narada and others are constantly singing about. So Rupa Goswami said, "Harinam tam samshrayami." Samshrayami means I take full shelter in this sound. So some way of praying for the blessing of Srinam. More brief explanation. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you can hear Gurmash's class for a detailed one. Um, after that, I quoted a very famous verse of Chaitanya Chaitamrita. Anarpita Charim Chirat Karunayava Tiruna Kalo Samarpitum Natoj Balarasan Subhaktisriyam Hari Purata Sundara Dyuti Kadamba Sandipita Sadahida Ikandaresh Purato Basa Chinandana. For the ones who study sacred preface, that verse is there. <coughs> Part of Mangala Charam of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Guru Maharaj quotes that quite often. And basically in this verse, composed by Rupa Goswami actually, and quoted by Krishna Das Kaviraj, here we find also, where well, I will be brief, for detailed explanation, you go to sacred preface. I'm finding some references now. <laughs> Thank you, Guru <Maharaj. laughs> But basically what the verse says is, that thing that has not been given for a long time, an arpita, had not been offered for a long time, an arpita with great mercy in this age of Kali, Mahaprabhu is offering in full measure. And what's that? His own bhakti, his own experience in the form of highest type of which another name of speaking about Madhurya Bhav and Sada Hari Sundara Hari Pun Swabhakti Sriyam Hari Purata Sundara Dyutikadamba Sandipitahi. Did Mahaprabhu appear with the with the uh, how do you say complexion? No? Like molten gold of Sri Matradharani, his bhav as well. And eventually he says, Hari Purata Sundara Dyuti Kadamba Sandipita Sadahri Dae Kandares Purato Vasachinandanaha. No? And Sadahri Dae lets that, that Sachinandan roar like a lion in the cave of my heart, he's saying. No? Sachinandan. And invokes this name, Sachinandan, which is, it is said that is the more, one of Mahaprabhu's favorite, favorite names, Sachinandan. Because Sachinandan, Sachin represents the whole of Navadip's affection for him. So it's like Navadi encapsulated in one person, Sachi. So Sachinandan, the dear most of Sachi. So Mahaprabhu hears Sachinandan, oh, no. you become Nandan to Sachinandan. You become dear to the dear of Sachi. <laughs> so this again, one pranam mantra to, to Mahaprabhu, especially because of the, um, the how do you say? The, well, the gift he's, he's giving, he's, he's trying to. After that, the famous shloka that Guru Maharaj also quotes. You can join me in this one. Ajana lambita bujo kanaka vadato sankirtanai kapitaro kamalaya takshu vishwambaro duyabaro jugadharma palu bande jagat priyakaro karuna vataro. This is the first verse of Chaitanya Bhagavat, which brings down the stakur's offering pranam to his deities, that is basically Gornita in this case, describing them as Ajanulambitabujo Kanakavadatu. It starts to describe his bodily limbs like eyes, like elongated, like lotuses and arms like till the almost the knees, like long arms, long everything like like long, like melting. <laughs> Sankirtana Ika Pitaro, they are the fathers of Sankirtan. Sankirtanaika Pitaro. Pita means father. So Sankirtanaika Pitaro. Kamalaya Takshu. No? They're, well, they're speaking about his Kamalaksha, his lotus eye. Vishwambaro, uh, Dvyabaro, Jugadharma Palo. Vishwambaro, These two brothers, hmm? they are the two highest brothers. Vishwambaro, Dvyabaro, the highest of Dvijas, of Brahmanas. 
Yuga Dharma Palo, they are the protectors of the Yuga Dharma. Bande Jagat Priyakaru Karunavataro. I offer my Bande, my Bandanam to Bande Jagat Priya, the dear most of the whole universe. The, the wish, well wishers of everyone, Karuna Avataro. The avatars of Karunya Avatar, the avatars of mercy. Different avatars come with different purposes in mind. They are Karuna Avatar. They only come to give this ocean of mercy. Yes, very briefly. So after that, what I said. Ladini Shakti Swarupai Surida Ladini Shakti Swarupai Oh, I forgot. Ladini Shakti Swarupai Krishna is remembrance and forgetfulness. I have to re- recite, they have recite the whole. Gauranga Suridaya Cha Bhakti Shakti Pradanaya Gadadar Namostate. This is one pranam mantra to Gadadar Pandit also, which is, as you know, very important associate of Gaur, Sri Radha and Gaur Lila. So it says, Ladini Shakti Swarupai, to that person who is the personification of Ladini Shakti, Gauranga Suridaya Cha, who also Cha is Gauranga Suridaya which is a very dear, most close friend of Gauranga, you know, Gadar Pandit always was with him. Uh, Bhakta Shakti Pradhanaya, who is the one who gives Pradhanaya Bhakta Shakti, who gives the Shakti for being a Bhakta, or Bhakti Shakti, another way of saying. Gadadar Namostute. To that Gadadar, I offer my pranam. Also in the morning I recite this other verse I was sure yesterday that Sila Siamras described this poetry of Gadada giving the wine of Bhagavatam to Mahaprabhu. After that, this one you, you know it, Hey Krishna, Karuna Sindhu, Dinabandu, Jagatpati, Gupesha, Gupika Kanta, Radha Kanta Namostude. So this is a very nice shloka to the offer pranam to Krishna and gradually increases the the specificity about himself and his Dealings, no? because he Krishna, Karuna, Sindhu, this is more connected to, if you will, to our Sri Sri Lila, you are ocean of mercy. Dina Bandhu, no? you are the friend of the fallen, again. No? Jagat Pate, you are the lord of the universe, no? it has more to do with our experience here. But there, it starts to enter into another direction. Gopesha, Gopika Kanta, Radha Kanta. No? So Gopesha means you are the Isha, the, the, the master of the Gopis. Gopesha, Gopika Kanta, you are the, more specifically, the lover of the gopis. Kanta means like a beloved. And not only of the gopis, but Radha Kanta. Most specifically, you are the beloved Sri Radha. Namostate. Again, I offer pranam to you. <clears throat> After that, I recite uh, one pranam mantra to Srimati Radharani. Uh, that says Radhe Vrindavan Adishe Karunam Brita Vahini Kripaya Nijapadabjadasyam Mahyam Pradiyatam I learned this mantra like 20 years ago from one Radhasthami there were some deities of Radha Madhu Mohan were still in Argentina and all of that all of, all of us were learning this mantra very nice and the morning I recite some other mantras to Sri Radha but wrong mm, so this mantra says, Radhe Brindavan Adishe, you are like the, like the, like the, which is the feminine version of boss. <laughs> Female boss. 
Yeah, Brindavan Ishwari, you are the Ishwari, the controller, the, the, the one in Brindavan, the boss in Brindavan. Adi Brindavan Adishi, Karunam Vahini. You are filled with, with the nectar of Karuna, of mercy. You are with immortal mercy, Karunam Nectaran, immortal mercy, it, it fills your whole being. Karunam Vahini, Kripayani Japadabja, means, so I, I beg the mercy of Nijapadabja Dasyam, no? of uh, Dasyam, Nijapadabja Dasyam Pradiyatam. I beg, since you are filled with such mercy and you are the queen, the boss of Vrindavan, I beg the mercy of rendering service to your lotus feet. Uh, basically, it says that. No? It's per- perpetually, if you will. It's a projection in eternity as well. And there is one more I recited. This is also quite well known. It's generally used at the end of Mangala Charans. Sometimes bring the eye to Lassi Davis invoked. In my case, I, I have some affinity for this other version that is direct from the Brinda Devi Ashtakam, which is directed from the Brinda Devi. It says, Bhaktya Bihina Aparada Lakshai Kshiptash Chakamadi Tarangamadi Kripama Itam Sharanam Prapanam Brinde Namaste Charanara Bindam. So you know this ashtakam every every this line at the end is always in the, in each uh, how do you say verse, verse yeah so brinden namaste charanara bindavi I offer my namaskar my I surrender myself to the lotus feet of of you brinde and says bhaktya bihina aparada lakshai so it's like some humility filled prayer bhaktya bihina means I'm bereft of bhakti. Aparada Lakshai means I'm full of Aparad. <laughs> Lakshai means actually thousands. So regarding bhakti, of course, we have bhakti by the grace of Guru, but we in the sense of humility I don't have the bhakti that I could have because Aparada Lakshai. Still many offenses are there in my heart. So Bhaktiya Bihina Aparada Lakshai, Kshiptas Chakamadi, Tarangamadi. I have been thrown into the ocean of Kama Adi. Kama Adi. Adi means and so on. And Kama means lust. So I have been thrown into the ocean of lust, anger, greed, envy. And I'm just like drowning in that ocean. So, Kshiptas Chakamadi Tarangamadi Kripa Maitvam Sharanam Prapanam So Kripa Maitvam if you are merciful to me, Sharanam Prabhanam, please allow me to surrender unto your shelter. So I can, of course, the idea is so I can transcend all the things mentioned in the first two lines. So, I fall at your lotus feet or bring this so you may bestow me this special blessing. So, this is a very summarized explanation. I only saying what's the meaning of the verses basically I'm not entering into detail with the last ones at least but yes Mongol Eternity is a very nice meditation and there are many verses and and different I, I remember Guru Maharaj even reciting other verses some times ago the Asada Paribhav Gyanavishadoham and so and so many others no? and many other acharyas as well each one has their own also it has to do sometimes eventually at some point with certain particular inner affinity 
So there may be some shlokas in some directions, some others. And of course, go to speak about personal prayers that one may recite on a daily basis. That's also there. But yes, mangal turn ki jai. <laughs> so, was it clear or? Or some question regarding what I was saying, the mantras, whatever. Yeah. Maybe just, just two. I was not sure whether from the, the mantra to Gadatha Kanda, like where you can find the. Oh, I try. I, I don't have that that source as well. I I I I learn from. The, I mean, this is like popular. I mean, many places they are reciting. Satyanarayan Dasbhaji recites in Jiva Institute, but also I spoke with Mother Vananda from. Disciple of Gorgobinda Swami in Iskon, living in Puri, and he also in one, um, I remember, magazine about Godada he was quoting, but it's like, like unknown source. But it's very much like recited there. No? Unauthored sounds, as you mentioned. <laughs> as you made the, the video, unauthored. I mean, there's some author, but we don't know him in this case. And the second one? The source of that one? I mean, the one, the Radharani Pranam Mantra that I mentioned? Or? The one before the beginning of the yesterday. Good question. I know that's not like unauthored, I mean anonymous, but I cannot recall now the, the source. Because I mentioned both in all, all of the rest one, the rest of them. Because I, I think I just saw it in, in the Gaudiya in the Matsang book, and I don't think it says any author there. Yeah, I think maybe it may be some similar line with this Pranam Mantra together. There are many of these Pranam Mantras that you don't know who they say it. Hey Krishna, Karuna, Sindhu. Everyone says that, but if you start to do research, you don't find like, oh, it was here. Even I don't know if one took Alpa to Rubia's time, not sure if that's very clear what's the source. And in one point, it's not so important, but in some cases we know the source, in some cases we don't, but we embrace the meaning, hopefully. <laughs> Something else? I can just mention that one time Ashram Maharaj said that he he had uh, spoken to Guru Maharaj and saying that he he had made a he had made like his own Mangala Charna for for his puja that he does every morning till small chilas that he mm-hmm. has and uh, so he composed yeah not not, not composed but he he, he just like, he compiled like like his ah, own okay 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 chant every morning when he mm-hmm. when he does his chila mm-hmm. puja and uh, Guru Maharaj. Told, told him to also chant it before his japa every day. Mm. So. Yeah, there are many things to to do there. Personally, I also before starting my japa, maybe if you maybe if you have noticed or not, but I started before starting, I chant different things, different verses connected to the. I mean, it's not some mandatory thing, but it's recommended that before just you can recite some prayers so you like enter into the dimension what what I am about to do now. So, so many verses are there to speak about the glories of Srinam. That will be for another class, no? <laughs> which are those mantras. No, of course, unlimited, but one can do some selection before chanting Harinam, before worshipping 
need is waking up. So many options. I mean, there's no hard and far fast rule. But it's nice also to have the yeah some guidance or blessing of senior Vaishnav in, in that regard. No, I also Guru Maharaj sometimes had recommended me some reciting of certain verses and. So I accepted that, and sometimes I found some verses, and I compiled some, and I showed him, what do you think? It's okay? No? no? At least to have the yes, no? If, as we spoke the other day, to have the the, 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 at the principle, yes. So, okay, blessing is there. If he says no, okay, I, I accept that also. <laughs> blessing as well, no? But, but it's nice to have this, not for a technical consultation, but to have the real thing there, the blessing, the Mangala Charan, again, the invoking of auspiciousness. So, it's nice. It's not this an intellectual thing, I always said mantra, and that is delicate because it can become like like that. If you daily learn some mantras and daily you recite your, I don't know, ten mantras before chanting Japa, you have to really be careful of not just starting to do it mechanically at one point. Because the very first days you are like, oh, excited with these mantras, and oh, this means this, and hurry... But gradually, it's so it's, it's you have to take care of what's there. It's, it always happens like this. You know? It's amai, the enthusiasm of beginning whatever anything. <laughs> but how to take care of that enthusiasm along the middle long term is another thing. But yes, nice nice way of of, of nourishing your own practice of giving some like meditation and prayer and and, and also projection. And conception, proper conception of one, what he's doing. So, not mandatory, but it's there for the ones who, who may like. And so many verses are there. So many books about compilation of those verses are there. Prapanajivanamrita or many others. No? Verses and verses. <laughs> Pranampantri. Okay. So, we stop here. Chilagurudapadisapavanki <laughs> 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 <laughs>